0: Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at Fifty Seven, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffitt Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment. Good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Hard to imagine
1: that in another four weeks, it will be the 200th episode of this show. But here on episode number 186, we have plenty in store for you. In just a few minutes, we talked with visual artist and filmmaker Brian Bieber to find out what he used his, including his upcoming role micro grant for. Then we talk to yet another visual artist, Heather Ellison, about how she enjoys using color in her work. Later in the hour, character actor Tyler F. Johnson talks about how much he enjoys those roles as well as his upcoming part in They Promised Her the Moon and Mighty Corson Art Players. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve.
2: Hey,
0: the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here.
1: So long, hump day and your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party Raise those glasses, mugs, etc. up high, no matter what you're drinking, no matter what you're drinking it from, probably dependent upon the time of day or where your situation might lead you to be drinking. Uh, But lift it and toast it to cooler weather, which means it will be a great evening to be at McKennan Park for a free show from the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. It begins at 6.30, Midtown's last show got a little soaking outside, but Hopefully nothing that drastic tonight. Bring your lawn chair for Midtown Coffee Radio Hours Park Day. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by the Sky and Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun, and that is best had with friends. So have fun playing darts, shooting pool, have fun listening to great live music from local musicians, or have fun singing at karaoke. Need some extra room holding a, a company party or maybe a benefit? The Sky's Back Room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the sky, it's local and it's lively. Honorable, Honorable, Honorable mention. mention. So, what tickled Dave's funny bone this past week? Made him laugh, guffaw, or just smile? Well, it was grateful for a wonderful evening and great music. Last Thursday evening, my love and I had a great meal at Maribella's along with our good friend Richard Corelli. Then, she and I ended up at Bin 201 as the Hague Brothers were playing outdoors. It was the last day of August, you know, the last day of what they call the meteorological summer. And for the first time all summer long, they finally had a full band. Brothers Jeremy and John on keys, along with Andrew Reinhardt's on bass, Dan Heyer on drums, Jimmy Spears on horns, and Joel Shotwell on sax. Tough to go wrong with that group. This week's honorable mention goes out to the Haig brothers That's all. Later on, we hear from actor Tyler F. Johnson. Artist Heather Ellison is around the corner, but up next, microgrant recipient Brian Bieber
3: on the Dave Holly Hour. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several microgrants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssouefalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Microgrants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssouefalls.org.
1: Welcome back, everybody. You know that I always like to say that little line about it's always a pleasure to talk about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. Well, this is... Our third episode of talking about micro grants from the Sioux Falls Arts Council. we have us, with us today, Brian Bieber, who is a, a new filmmaker and uh, making some shorts and so forth. and we don't mean clothing. we mean short films. <laughs> yep. uh, and uh, so you are going to uh, are, are needed the funding that you got from SFAC uh, to hire someone, to do some sculpting making some masks and so forth correct for a movie
3: that's right so um last year I, I shot my first um narrative short film i'd done some documentary work before that but i was um kind of dipping my toe into the narrative worlds and so that involved it's it's sort of like a kind of quiet horror, <laughs> horror <laughs> film. And thing um, yeah. you know no it's not the kind of not a slasher or jump scares uh-huh. but just kind of um, I guess sort of a disturbing <laughs> little drama, I guess. And so, um, and so that entails, uh, props in a way that mm-hmm. documentary does not. And so I reached out to Cameron Stallheim to see if he would be willing to, um, make a, a mask that was kind of integral to, um, to the short. And I financed that with, um, a grant from, uh, from, uh, yeah, the Arts Council. Oh,
1: fantastic. And uh, I think it's just such a great program that oh. they've uh, started. And, uh, you know, just to give uh, people a little bit of a, a background toward it, that uh, they do it quarterly, mm-hmm. and uh, they they average giving out uh, a pretty good um, number of them each quarter, too. Yeah, it's
3: great. Yeah. And, it, and it is nice that because it's quarterly, um, you don't have to wait for, the, for that annual yeah. round to come around. And it's a, it's a small enough amount that... Um, the you know the stakes don't feel crazy high but it's but it's it's so helpful you right know? yeah it, it's so, still one of those yeah. things i
1: always equate uh, you know x amount of money to what can that get me how can that further me and exactly, was that yeah. the, the mindset you went in
3: yeah absolutely i mean i i always i like to approach arts grants in a way um so so my background is in writing which is mm-hmm a very solitary art form <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of sitting with your thoughts and then when you get them on the page it's not even sometimes not even satisfying because it doesn't even look that nice it's just you know words on a page could be could be an expense <laughs> report um and so when i got into filmmaking one thing that i really loved about that was the collaboration ac- aspect and so um so i i, I like using an arts grant to pull in collaborators because mm-hmm. then we're also spreading the money around a little bit where you know essentially doubling the impact because like for example in this case you know i i got exactly what i needed yeah. <laughs> from cameron i got a beautiful piece of art instead of you know and and then and cameron got some money in his pocket so yeah,
1: and and you didn't have to figure out a way to do it yourself then. exactly
3: yeah and i mean which in the meantime yeah, also meant yeah. that
1: you could concent- put your concentration elsewhere. In Absolutely,
3: this. and you know, and by bring by bringing in another artist and an artist as talented as Cameron, that also just changed. Um, it it elevated the work itself because it it got me thinking differently about like. How does this creature move? Um, Amy Jarding. We also hired her to do um, some costuming, and so <laughs> Amy and and Cameron and I felt like I was like a kid in a candy store looking at Brian. their looking at their mood boards when they <laughs> brought those in, and and so their work really informed the way um, the way we shot the the character that they were costuming for, um, and it ultimately informed the like the narrative itself, like the way the way we. We shot it, and it it so it sort of it changed the course of it. So, um, so yeah, the, the the collaboration for me is is massive. It's it's a big deal, and, it, and it's such a treat to work with other people after years and years of, oh, of being funny. by myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, in in terms of this uh, film, uh, where can we see it?
3: Um, well, it'll be, we I am hesitating just because we okay. don't have the details locked down, but we're um. This fall, we're going to uh, be premiering it locally, and um, a- as part of a fundraiser for awesome. uh, the transformation project. So, oh. um, hopefully, so it's it's starring Dessa, who's um, a performer and a writer um, out of Minneapolis in New York. Um, she's an old friend of mine, and um, so I think she's going to come to town for it. So we're going to do um, yeah a fundraiser event, and and the screening will be part of that. After that, it'll it'll screen online um, as well, but. So the details are forthcoming. Okay. Hopefully we'll know those soon. But, yeah. so.
1: uh, but in the meantime, we've got a lot of anticipation. We can wait for <laughs> guess, it. Now yeah. we know what yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> types of things that uh, we'll be looking for and so yeah. forth. Uh, what would you say to somebody that's thinking about applying for a micro grant?
3: Oh, I, I mean, number one, do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think also, um, you know, I've been on, I have since served on panels that have reviewed the grants. And so as far as tips, um, I would say, you know, be very clear mm-hmm. and what, what you want to use it for. I You know, money is not um, in the state. Obviously, we don't have a ton of money to spread around. Right. and So I, I was very cognizant. And I think the other panelists were also very cognizant of the fact that we don't have a ton of money to spread around. So we really want to make it count. So I think the more information you can provide, like the, the clearer you can be that. The, the, that you know yeah. you're going to do something um that's going to have a, an artistic impact on the state or you know in the city with with your money that the, the the more you can um express that the better
1: well you know the thing that i love about it you're talking about uh, being very clear and so forth but in terms of the application it's uh it's mighty simple mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly first name last name email phone zip uh the art discipline that you have and then what you're requesting mm-hmm. and then what would you use the funds for? Yeah. That's where you want to be the clear part.
3: Exactly. That's It's it's deceptively simple because I think you that's that's an opportunity to really show that you have a plan
1: yeah. for it. All right. Well, you obviously had a plan, and that plan is coming to fruition. Uh, and we look forward to it. when we can see that here in the fall.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Thank you, Brian. Right. Appreciate Thanks, it. Dave. And we'll be back with more
4: in just a moment. Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. T.J.S. Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. T.J.S. Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special
0: open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit T.J.S. Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today.
2: Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th.
0: the dave
1: holly hour on facebook and instagram oh you don't even need a tape recorder or anything of course who owns one anymore right in our digital age but still you know what dave is going to say when he comes out of the shoot for a new conversation it's always a pleasure to talk Sue empire arts and entertainment and quite often, I will follow that up with. It's always a pleasure to have somebody new on the show as well, and that's the case once again. Heather Ellison, how are you?
5: Hi there, I'm doing great. How are great. you, Dave?
1: I'm. If I'm any better, I'd be twins. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I've loved that line ever since I stole it from somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, you are an artist, a visual artist, yes, and uh, what do you describe your art as?
5: Well, I guess it's kind of a. a on an abstract level, mm-hmm. kind of, but it also looks like things, so it's not, like, completely abstract. Right. My favorite thing with my painting is color. Oh. I lo- co- bright colors. That's, that's what I like.
1: Well, and that's what first attracted me to your artwork. Oh, thank uh, you. Because of uh, the bright colors, uh, because I love orange and purple, and yep. that all stems from a memory that I have from 20 years ago. I saw a sunset, a South Dakota sunset.
5: Uh-huh. and it was
1: reflected perfectly off the lake, and it was purple and orange. It was oh, just wow. so beautiful. That sounds awesome. But it's before we had cameras on our phones, uh-huh. so I, yep. I didn't get it. So it, yep. <laughs> But it's still uh, up in the brain. It's uh-huh. just one of those things that I will never forget that sight. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And I think the first time that I saw you uh, back in the old uh, Books and Brews, yep. uh, when you had uh, some things that you were displaying there, and you mm-hmm. had a little uh, table set up one time, it's like, oh, man, I love that. It's a lake scene and sure enough you had purple and orange in it yeah yeah what got you started on this
5: well let's see um it it started well it's all started when i decided i needed to take some classes online Mm -hmm. and they were art classes at the art institute and then um i i got gained some skills there with drawing and whatnot and shading and perspective and and then i got a part-time job at michael's okay and that's what really set it off <laughs> i spent my whole paycheck on art supplies there and then i just i just started painting employee started discount it. too oh yeah 30 oh, 30%. hey
1: there you go that's fantastic yep. so you you started off doing some drawing and so forth but uh-huh. uh, at what point then after you know working at michael's part-time mm-hmm. is, is that where you go oh boy all those colors and those tubes look really good and uh-huh. I have to have
3: them.
5: Well, for the color part of it, um, I would say, um, what's his name? His last name is Aphromov. Leonid. I mean, Leonid Aphromov. He is my inspiration. I just okay. love his stuff. So if you look at some of my stuff, it, it looks kind of, some of it looks kind of like mm-hmm. his, but I don't use a palette knife like he does. I use a paintbrush. Okay. But that's that really inspired me there. And, have you um, tried
1: the palette knife?
5: Kinda, not okay. really. It yeah. just wasn't in your groove, I huh? just, I just, um, I don't think I can, I don't know. Maybe I can't, I will try it sometime, but.
1: Yeah, get yeah. back around to it. Were you always interested in art?
5: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, ever since I can remember.
1: Okay, and uh, arts uh, in school and so forth? Yep, you... I always
5: took all the art good. classes.
1: Good, good, good. So you had it in the background there. Yeah. That, that it was there. Had you done anything prior to taking these classes online that, you were like okay you know i'm i'm an artist
5: no actually
1: (laughs) it it didn't feel like that until after
5: right well my last kid moved out of the house too and i needed something to do yeah so then yep so all those things mixed together and i started painting
1: what do you think most people don't understand about the visual
5: arts it's what most people don't understand is that there's not just a meaning like this painting means this or whatever it's your own interpretation of it. Yeah. If one person thinks it looks like a shark, another person might think it looks like a blue jay. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, and uh, interesting you bring that up because you mentioned the word abstract earlier. Uh-huh. And I was thinking of this the other day. It's like, well, in some form, isn't all art abstract? I because
5: think so. Because it's yeah. going to
1: mean something different to somebody else yep. than yep. it does to you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you mentioned who you're inspired by uh-huh. as an artist. Uh-huh. Uh, what inspires you art-wise?
5: Um, what do you mean by that? Okay,
1: you know like, when when you uh, start thinking of art, you know, mm-hmm. and what you want to do with it, and so forth. Is there a theme, or is there a, a picture in your mind that makes you say, "Yeah, I want to sit down, and I either want to draw or I want to paint."
5: I guess I just those kinds of things just come to me when uh-huh. I mean. I, I do have to be in the mood to do it but okay yeah like if if I have the block of time extra time and I'm not tired and yeah then I'll do it but
1: now you've uh, done a lot of things in in small canvases yep uh you stick primarily to that or have oh you no I, I do them in all i have okay. them in all different sizes sometimes all yeah. oh, they're
5: too big to bring the art shows with me okay
1: yeah I was gonna say I haven't really seen anything that yep. you've done on a bigger scale yep uh, do you get some commission work along with this too?
5: Yep, I do. That's I'm actually great. working on the biggest one I've ever done. It's um, a good friend of mine, Tom. He uh, he has an acreage by Parker, and mm-hmm. he took a he took an aerial shot with his drone, and I'm painting that. It's I think it's 60 by 40 canvas. Ooh. Yeah, it's big.
1: Yeah, that's good size. Yep. Uh, what's it take to start when you've got that idea that just popped into your uh-huh. head? You mentioned. Do you go okay, I got to go around the corners, I got to do something to the center. What what's the focal point on a canvas for you?
5: Um, I just start with a sketch. Okay. And then um depends on the subject. Like I'll I'll start sometimes I start with a background, sometimes I mm-hmm. start with the, the actual subject, but yeah, it always starts with a sketch. Okay. And it doesn't always look the way I see it in my mind though. Ah. Sometimes it turns out a little bit differently.
1: Is it kind of a case where uh, your art just takes over?
5: Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Yep, you know, I yep. hear
1: about that from uh, people when uh-huh. they talk about writing, especially. Oh, yeah. Characters yep. will uh-huh. all of a sudden come out of the out of the typewriter uh-huh. and, or in yep. this day and age, the computer on their own.
5: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. And so that does happen in art then as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's just mm-hmm. incredible. I, I love that. Uh, and like you said, um, you know, colors is big for you, but I also know that uh, it's not just putting paint down uh, on a canvas or anything. Right. You do a lot more. Uh, I know that you sell some of those as prints
5: uh-huh. and, yep. uh, postcards yep. and so
1: forth. Uh, and then, uh, did I see that you also do some, um, t-shirt design and so forth? Yep.
5: I've done some t-shirt yeah. designs. Uh, I ha- I haven't had a lot of success in that though, mm-hmm. but I really like doing that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a graph, I was a graphic designer for like 20 years. Okay. And designing t-shirts was always my favorite thing to do. Uh, ah. Yeah so, so yeah. you get that uh, knowledge as yeah. well.
1: Uh and uh, when it comes to uh, you being inspired and uh getting that idea, you put it down, you got the sketch. What are we talking about a time frame from when you first start the sketch to uh-huh. the end of that and then when you start it on the actual project itself after that.
5: Um each one is different. Mm-hmm. I mean if it's some of them are more detailed like the that one I'm working on for my friend. Right. That's going to take a lot of t- a, a lot of time.
1: And obviously more time, uh-huh. just simply space-wise uh-huh. too on the canvas. Yep.
5: yep. Um And then like, I'd say like if it was a medium size one, like maybe a sixteen by twenty, that would take anywhere from three to ten hours. Okay. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, so, at what point did you go? Hmm, maybe I could get a dollar or two for this. When. <laughs> Because a, it, how long have you been doing the art shows, first of all, then?
5: Um, let's see. I had one at Black Sheep Coffee. That's where my first one was. Okay. That was probably, I think, 2000, what was it? I think in 2014, I think. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I went from there. Yeah.
1: Yep. So you're coming up on the 10th year anniversary of all that then. Getting there, yeah. getting close, yeah. <laughs> Does it seem that I, long? No, or it doesn't. It because, doesn't really know. Yeah, you hit a lot of shows too, don't you?
5: I've done a few, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Is there one in particular that sticks out that uh, you always say, "Ooh, you know, here's one that I got to make sure I'm in again."
5: Um, I d- I did the um the bazaar bazaar however you say yeah, that. yeah bazaar yeah bazaar I've done that two years in a row it was just really fun. Um, I did do the art collective one year too. Okay. But my favorite one was actually at Books and Brews
1: oh yeah Yep,
5: that was awesome i liked it there i know me too they had the best pizza (laughs) they did yeah
1: absolutely there's no doubt about that uh and what is it like for uh, you when um people come by the booth or table or whatever you have set up and they start talking to you about your art
5: oh i love it when they ask me about my art yeah and i hope they buy something too exactly yeah (laughs) yeah
1: has there been a, a a really unique question you can remember um more a comment that was made by someone
5: i can't think of anything okay yeah
1: i always you know when when you're at shows and different things Mm -hmm. you know you're going to have so many different people coming by and so many different opinions Uh and ideas about art Uh uh i i just wondered if there was ever some wacky thing off the wall that somebody had had asked about
5: I'll probably remember something after I go home, but I can't think of anything right now.
1: (laughs) That's typically how it works. That's how it goes, yep. (laughs) Uh, What do you like to see when you go to these art shows and uh, participate, but you know you've got, I hate to say competition. Yes,
5: yes, it is, though.
1: Yeah, but it is because you want to make money. Of course, And the booth next to you Uh wants to make money as well. Yep, yep. But uh, what do you think is is your best advantage as an artist? One
5: of my best advantages as an artist Artist um at those shows is having affordable things to buy like mm-hmm. my prints are five ten and fifteen dollars right. and i got little magnets and stickers yeah. for five dollars and some of the artists they might have prints and stuff but they're they're like expensive you know mm-hmm. and my prints you can just put you can put them directly in a any kind of picture true any kind of picture frame you can buy them at walmart or wherever you know
1: yeah or even unmounted you know yep. just, just I, stick them on the wall I've, and
5: I've never seen anyone else makes cardstock prints like I do. Yeah. So, so I hope I hope to be the only well, person doing
1: it. And, and, and one of the other things that I think is great about uh, stopping by your booth every time, and uh, I've made this point to others before, too, uh-huh. is that when it comes to art shows, um, maybe it's because I'm drawn to people that have personality. Uh-huh. But, you know, when I go past the, uh, somebody's works and I'm looking at it, uh-huh. I'm usually expecting a, hey, anything catching your eye or, or uh-huh. some sort of comment. Yep. But there's a lot of them that just kind of sit there.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And it's like, well, you know, I, I I realize, you know, sometimes an artist might be an introvert. Uh-huh. Uh, but by the same token, you if you want to sell your goods and your wares, uh, say hello at least. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
5: if I say if I'm looking at a particular thing, I might mm-hmm. tell them a story about it or how I made it or painted right. it or something. Yep.
1: And one of the other things is you typically say, I also have that available in yep. and you'll give the other sizes uh-huh. as well. Yep. yep. Yeah. So you've, you've done well with it. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's
5: fun. I like doing it.
1: Well, you know, and, and that's the great thing. And, uh, you know, art is passion. It is. Yep. And, uh, obviously it's one of those things you can tell who's passionate about uh-huh. what they're doing yep. too. And that's another great point when it comes to stopping by your booth. Uh, so what do you think is next for you in terms of expanding?
5: Well, I just, did- you saw at my art sh- last art show I started mm-hmm. working with resin mm-hmm. and I made some resin skulls and jewelry. Yeah. I think my next adventure might be candles. Ooh. I love candles. Yeah. And, send and it, we, okay. send it candles, decorative candles. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. my next thing well, I'm
1: gonna and, try. Man, you know that's another great point is that uh, art can be in so many forms. Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I, I think of some of the candles that I've seen uh-huh. in the past. You oh, yeah. Know, the, yep. And talk about you with loving color.
5: Uh uh-huh.
1: I'm getting some pretty good images going on <laughs> right now. <laughs> do you have any one in particular that you're already thinking ahead? You know, if I start this and do this, here's what I want to get.
5: I have um, things in my Amazon cart. I can tell you that. And ah. my, you should see all the Safer Later stuff I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: My list gets purged occasionally because it's like, shouldn't have over a hundred. No,
5: I, it, I just leave my stuff in the Safer Later. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Always a good way to yep. go about it. Yep. How
1: does somebody get a hold of you, to, uh, especially if they're thinking about a commission work, uh-huh. uh, but just to, you know to find out more about where you're going to be, what you have available, and uh-huh. how they can see it and purchase.
5: Usually, um, Facebook right now is the only thing I have right now. Okay. Yep. Um, I have an e- I have an email too, but mostly on Facebook. Okay. And what's yeah. your
1: Facebook name then?
5: Um, I just changed it. I made a new logo. I'm rebranding my stuff. Okay. It is now 3 a.m. Creative. Okay, I did see that yep.
1: title. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. Maybe because uh, you know when you search Heather Ellison, autocorrect. Always wants to make it an I instead of a Y. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on! I know she's a friend. We have been for years. <laughs> uh, what do you look at uh, when you go to other shows, though, uh, that maybe inspire you to to do
5: something different too? Oh, I just I just love getting ideas from other people mm-hmm. and seeing what they've done. Like, well, the last show you said competition, the the pre- people next to me, right? had these really cool little earrings they made. And I was kind of jealous because uh-huh. everyone kept buying them, but I went over there and I looked at them and I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. So yeah, it, I like looking at it. Is it Other surprising
1: how some of the, uh, what maybe years ago might've been thought of more of as a craft has become art?
5: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I, yep. I think of that, especially with the jewelry uh-huh. and uh, things along that line uh and uh, you know obviously we're probably going to see it with candles too yeah I, uh-huh. I mean it's already being done but yeah uh i can't think of anybody locally that's doing candles other than just making scented candles
5: yeah i i know of a gal that does candles but i don't know that she does it it's usually scents and things like right. that and yeah, not so much sometimes, art well yeah sometimes it is okay she um She'll use different containers and stuff. She, yeah, she does pretty yeah. cool stuff. She also makes like bath bombs and other things like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: What do you like to paint on besides canvas? Are a you wall. One <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> I've, When I had my house, I made um, one whole entire room uh, for the grandkids. It was like um, the ceiling was painted black with stars on it. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was blue. And then I had a tree painted on the wall with a moon. That was so much fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, And uh, what is the enjoyment for you, no matter what type of
5: art you're making? Just the, it's therapeutic. It's just nice. I don't know. It's hard to explain. That's that's a great uh, point.
1: You know, I don't think everybody's ever really said it that it's therapeutic, but almost Uh everybody means it. Yeah. You know, because uh, people get such a joy out of creating.
5: Yeah. Uh, Yep.
1: are, Are you one of those that you're your own worst critic?
5: yes definitely i'm like oh i can't sell it like this and then someone right. else sees it and they're like oh that's beautiful and then i'll point it out yeah. like oh but it has this flaw, and then they're like i still like it anyway
1: yeah uh so well you know and, and that's the other thing uh things don't have to be perfect
5: yeah right because people aren't perfect right nobody is yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, what's been your favorite painting that you've done
5: it was a it was a commissioned painting of the Marines logo. Wow! It was twenty four by twenty four. Uh huh. I just loved the way it turned out. Yeah, that was my favorite. That's my favorite one so far.
1: And how do you make it yours when you do something like that, where you've got a logo, and you still want to make it your art?
5: Uh huh. Just the way I arrange it, and okay. That one was a monochrome one. That was a challenge. Ooh. Yeah. I used it, it was blacks and grays, but um, right. I, I mixed in a little bit of blue with each one. So it was had kind of a cool, cooler look. Okay. But yeah. All right. It just turned out so good. I was so proud of myself.
1: So you do the, uh, uh, you you do sketch, but that's primarily yep. to lead you to your drawing yep. or your paintings, yep. excuse me. Yep. Um, and we talk about uh, the fact that you're uh, going to get into some candles. You do uh-huh. some t-shirts yep. Yep. and design and so forth. What other mediums do you like to work in?
5: I I've worked with um like Mod Podge and and tissue paper before okay. or paper. Like yeah. I've experimented with it. That's fun too.
1: Excellent. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well again, uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you, and then we gotta have okay. the final two questions that we always okay. ask. <laughs> okay.
5: So you can get a hold of me on Facebook. My the name of my business is 3 AM Creative. And you can message me from there, or you can email me, Heather Ellison Art, H-E-A-T-H-E-R, of course, E-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Art, at yahoo.com.
1: All right. Now, well, first of all, one other okay. question. Okay. Because you, you called it 3 a.m. Art. Uh-huh. A- am I am I on target by saying you get a lot of ideas at 3 a.m.?
5: Sometimes I do, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got I, the, I got the idea for that logo name
1: at 3am ah uh, see there we go yeah uh, those are the things that uh, make businesses tick uh-huh. yep. and make them unique yep. as well and your artwork is unique uh i've got uh, a couple of pieces from yours yes and, thank uh, you yeah you're quite welcome and uh we'll be on the hunt for more because you know we got a few small spaces around here yet
5: yeah i see <laughs> a, a blank spot right yeah there. you see that one don't you yep. everybody
1: spots that one all right the final two uh questions i like to okay. ask uh and depending on how you answer the first one might depend it upon whether we need to answer the second okay one. so the first one is when you're not part of the art and entertainment scene what do you like to be entertained by
5: i like live music
1: mm.
5: and yeah live music basically yeah. just live. hanging out with friends uh, or uh, or by myself watching tv because i get peopled out kind of <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: anything you're yeah. binging
5: um right now no not right now okay. i what was the last one i did i can't remember i think it was oh medium i've seen it before but i binged yeah. that one okay yep. all uh, the seasons
1: back to the music though uh, a good friend of mine always says live music is good for the soul yes it is yep. always yep. love that thing all right so any other hobbies then
5: um basically just that stuff that's you know, stuff it takes,
1: and that keeps you enough huh? Yep um because you're busy at 3 a.m creating
5: i like i'm a i'm a pretty good cook too i love i love cooking yeah
1: go-to dish
5: um spaghetti
1: Mm. unfortunately diabetic lots of carbs so we learned how to have spaghetti squash oh yeah yeah that's uh good yep you'd be surprised all right well heather ellison thank you so much for the art that you produce and thank you obviously for taking some time to be on the show
5: yeah. Thanks, Dave.
2: Thanks for having me. appreciate Anytime. it.
1: Anytime. Appreciate right. it. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment.
2: Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how.
0: For booking information, go to Jesse Moffitt Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964.
2: Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. It's another Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment conversation on the Dave Holly Hour.
1: Just put me on speed dial with this. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment because. It's true every time, and it's true every time that uh, we have anybody on, whether a previous guest or, in this case, another first-time guest, actor Tyler F. Johnson. How are you, sir? I'm well, Dave. How about you? If I were any better, I'd be twins. (laughs) I think we could be we
4: probably could, yeah. actually. Yeah. We'd, make, we'd make a great... Yeah,
1: size-wise, yeah. yeah. size, size wise, pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, personality, Absolutely. similar. Yeah. 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 We're happy-go-lucky guys. Yeah, yes. exactly. We're handsome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do say that uh, I go by the title ruggedly handsome. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, ruggedly ruggedly. yes you on other hand uh when you dress up like a mobster (laughs) baby what a good looking guy that's gonna break your knuckles
4: yeah yeah
3: (laughs) you
1: know oh go ahead i i think of you as a character actor is that a fair assessment
4: that's probably fair yeah yeah based off of
1: what i've seen you in
4: at least most of my experience has been that uh has been definitely that forte yeah what about it do you like um it's it's fun because you you can find it's generally these zany characters obviously Mm -hmm. that's most of them are comedies but even in the ones that are a little little bit more dramatic i mean you get to just build what you believe this character actually feels right and then you obviously convey that which is the basic art of acting Mm -hmm. but it's that uh that level of uh of uh just zaniness that they have that uh each one of them kind of brings to the table and bringing them to life is always so much fun do you have a favorite
1: character you've played
4: oh man um so blake in the last show was actually was a lot of fun to play right he was very uh kind of a diva yeah um of course, Johnny Bowles. I mean, you know, he was, he was obviously, he got to say a lot of uh, a lot of things that were on his mind and and uh, didn't hold back, and mm-hmm. he was just a really fun character. But I mean, of course, Hector McQueen was good too. Yeah. From from, uh, not that I'm, you know, saying my performance of him was good, but the character was fun to play. So right.
1: Yeah. Well, your performance was good though. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> As it was of Blake. Ah, oh, um, yeah. That was one of the. F- Funniest scenes I've seen to come out of intermission. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
3: Yeah.
4: Would you like to describe uh, what took place in that scene? Well, um, it was fun because I've always kind of wanted to do a dream sequence that always Mm -hmm. sounds so much fun anyway. Um, But that was a dream sequence that um, basically was the, uh, the revolving stage of us turning around with me leading kelly walker and uh abby salvey uh in basic uh temptation style or Mm -hmm. Supremes. Mm -hmm. uh with me as diana essentially in a -hmm. a red beehive and Uh fishnets yes yes and and a nice red dress so (laughs) lipstick even and pearls so that was a lot of fun
1: well and and that was you people on one side, and then on the other side, our mutual friend, Aaron Sharp.
4: Oh, in a pig costume. In a pig costume. I have a picture. It's one of my favorite p- pictures from that production, and it's me, and it's Aaron and I dressed up for that scene.
3: <laughs> and I just looked at him, I said, the things
4: we will do for John Bo. Right. Like, yeah. that's... True. Yeah.
1: And, and the other great part of it is, it's like... It's nothing anybody would use as blackmail against YouTube because you own it.
3: We own it. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. I think we went to the
1: yeah. bar, the you know, it like that later. You know,
3: like.
4: I don't
1: doubt that at all. <laughs> what got you started as an actor?
4: Um, it was a long time ago. I was uh, in the second grade. We were reading some book, whatever, that, or, or I guess we were, it was a workbook that had all these different things in it. One of them happened to be a play. And there there was a, a part for a dragon. You got to play a dragon, and then the, the the rest of the parts were villagers. And I honestly I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool to be a villager? Like to me, yeah. I was like, yeah, that you know, like uh, uh, that just sounds fun. Like whatever. I didn't think I was gonna be the dragon, but I got cast as the dragon, and I it I wanted to do it ever since. And I did a few plays young and all that, and obviously throughout high school, but. Mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I I fell off for a little while because I I had a daughter and uh, you know I wasn't able to get away as much as I could right. and all that while I was raising her. But um, got back into it in 2009 and and slowly kind of worked my way up to doing a few shows a year yeah. uh, or a couple shows a year and it's it's been great. Yeah, what
1: what inspires you about it though? What oh. makes you keep wanting to do more shows? <laughs>
4: That's a great question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the the, f- I mean, it's so much fun to do this. It, 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 I really enjoy it. There's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and I know that people that are close to me will be like, you know, you get kind of crabby throughout all this or whatever, <laughs> but it, it's 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 so much fun. The end result and and the the building of this community, the community theater around here has is is thriving. It's yeah. doing great. It's doing better than I've ever seen it do. And I'm, I am happy to see that. And I think that it's a time for all of us to really come together and, and you know, build it up as big as we mm-hmm.
1: can. You know, that's a, a word that uh, gets uh, tossed around a lot on this show is collaboration, not competition. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. everybody still wants their piece of the pie, right? But, uh, the collaboration, uh, that takes place, you know, because, uh, is there a theater you've not played?
4: I, <laughs> so, um, I haven't done anything with Premiere. Okay. Um, and that's nothing personal again. Back against
1: in, uh, sec days or anything? Uh,
4: I've auditioned a few times. Okay. Um, I got cast actually twice, but I turned down for roles when I got at that. I, because I had gotten roles at Old at Town. Old Town. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I've, I've never, never done a production with them, which I would, yeah. I would love to. I'm just, I guess I don't do a lot of musicals. I've, I'm not much for musicals, yeah. so but, but there will
1: okay. probably be a time there, there may be, yeah. yeah absolutely uh and in the meantime uh what are we about to five weeks out now for uh they promised her the moon i
3: believe uh, it Corson. is
4: yep five weeks out yeah these that's thanks for that
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no it's going well um this is a this is a, a an amazing show um it's 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 a great story is and i mean the all the characters that that are in it and everything are great but the the actors that we have i mean we have some heavy hitters oh no doubt and so it's it's really um, good stock very good stock (laughs) very good stock and it's it's made it easy for rehearsals and just the the kind of the simple stuff not that we're skipping the basics because it's always Mm -hmm. it's important but um we're certainly
1: all right so so tell us your character this time and what Uh, are you doing that makes it Another signature Tyler F. Johnson piece.
4: So uh, my character's name is my main character's name is Harvey. I I play a few characters in this one, but um, I play uh, Jerry Cobb's father. Um, And of course, Jerry Cobb is played by Macy Lupica, Mm -hmm. the wonderfully talented Macy Lupica. Very much. And he is this um, he's a wonderful character to play because he supports her with all of his heart mm-hmm. um he probably has a drinking problem <laughs> like most men did in the 50s i guess but um he is very supportive and loving though and um he's no dummy he's no whatever he's an okey, but yeah. uh he's definitely um he's got a good head on his shoulders and you could just tell the way at least the way he's written that he really loved his daughter yeah and supported her and mm. no matter what. So what other characters are you? I also play a reporter that is basically the opposite of Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh says some pretty uh not great stuff. And the interesting thing is they've actually pulled transcripts from the old radio uh transmissions and stuff about right. the news trans or whatever about uh Jerry Cobb and this is all verbatim stuff mm-hmm. a lot of the reporter stuff and the and then of course I play a congressman too who is also in favor of the women mm-hmm. um but uh he is uh the the he the, everything they say is is historically accurate wow. too so yeah yeah so
1: we're getting a history lesson at <laughs> the same time history <laughs> lesson yeah yeah <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the uh, the two theaters that you do enjoy being at. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned that to you and Aaron. Uh, you said the on your fun picture that you had. <laughs> this is to show what we will do for John Bow. Yeah, and uh, Old Town, yeah, and Old Town, and uh, you know, I just uh, it's it's a great place uh, because it always has really really fun shows. Yeah. Uh, and also has a great meal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I keep telling people, I said you got to market this different. Yeah, come to the best restaurant. <laughs> yeah, in South Dakota, and see a show for the same <laughs> it just price. So happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's so that's already cool. But uh, you know, John, uh, you know, is is one of those I've acted with him. Mm. I've never acted for him. Okay, but when I ask people about what's it like to act for him. It's always loving, you know. It's always, you know, hey, yeah, this guy is awesome to be around. And then, you know, he's also the type that he's in some of the uh, shows there as well. So, yeah, uh, what is your perspective on John then?
4: Uh, John is uh, unflappable in my book because of the things I think he's put up with with me. He never fired you. He up. never fired me. <laughs> I, I no, no never even really heard him raise his voice. So um, no, John is uh, John's great. He's he's got good vision, but he's also willing to to hear you out if there is something that you feel might be different or could be different in blocking or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And but he's he's also um, he's also not afraid to make a decision. And I'm much like Brian Shipper, that's yeah. such a that's such it's a great quality in, in a director, obviously um but no john i uh i've always enjoyed working with john um i've never gotten the opportunity to, to act with him but uh someday someday yeah so. well that'll be a good day to come then. yeah yeah absolutely. I look forward to that,
1: that but uh, what's been uh one of your favorite farces to be in
4: um that's a great question
1: because his last one looked like a hell of a lot of fun
4: <laughs> that was a lot of fun uh that really was a lot of fun and of course doing a show with aaron sharp and and i mean how are you not going to have fun doing a show with aaron yep. sharp uh of course ben ashwood oh i mean Ooh. that was that was a great performance absolutely um so speaking of ben ashwood and aaron sharp i think my favorite um has still got to be rumors and even though i just kind of i played a bumbling idiot cop um kind of that came in at the end whatever but um that show was just that was uh so much fun to be a part of it was of course aaron emily uh, yeah. Aaron sharp emily sharp um yeah i mean ben ashwood hillary jansen um you had uh andy heller um oh love Andy. yeah cindy krickelberg yeah. you know just a just a an all-star cast so oh, yeah see you, you work with a lot of great ones yeah uh, yeah that's, and the fun it's... thing is
1: they always say yeah we got to work with tyler f Johnson, too." <laughs>
4: i hope they say good things <laughs> they do <laughs> Although they they do uh, say what the up is for sure of course yeah yeah that's, that's not actually my middle initial.
1: <laughs> but everybody loves referring yeah. to you as that they do in fact they it's do. in the playbills isn't it it, it is yeah. yeah yeah they've even got
4: it on there now
1: yeah all right so let's move on to brian shipper then yeah as the mcap artistic
4: director absolutely
1: tell me what uh, you like about working with brian
4: brian is great because and and again much like john where i feel like there's this director side to him mm-hmm. and there's also like the friend side to him and he's not afraid to make that decision he's not afraid to hear you out um but he's also he i think brian likes to really make sure that you're you've got emotion flowing through you as your character, Mm -hmm. whatever emotion that's supposed to be. And he's always asking you, how do you feel about that? Okay. But then how does your character Character. feel? Yeah. And it's, it, it will, it, it in times like has, has really helped me to kind of understand just the scene better or just, you know, whatever, maybe not just my character, but I mean just the whole aspect of it, the bigger picture. When he, when he invokes that, uh, that, that question in you, yeah. you know, but how do you feel about it? <laughs> like a therapist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and I got to experience recently what you do before a show starts down in the uh, dressing room. <laughs> yeah. 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 The that's, limericks are great. Aren't they though? Yes, they yeah, are. That's a bit of fun. They really loosen up the tongue. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a limerick about that too. There probably <laughs> is. <laughs> do you have anything uh, that you do before a show uh, in terms of how you get ready and get into your character?
4: Um, You know, it's it, i I think anybody who has done a show with me Notice that I'm in and out the door all the time. I'm kind of pacing around. Um, I may not be, I may not seem like I'm in the best mood, but I'm, I'm, I'm totally there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, a, I, I, I think I, st- I like that I still get nervous. I like that because it, I don't want it. I don't want this to ever get boring. Right. And I want it to still be that thrill of, of, okay,
1: <sighs> let's go. <laughs> you remember your first standing ovation in the cast
4: um it was
1: uh... I didn't get one until I was in my 50s
4: is that right yeah I honestly I was just thinking about it and I may we may have got one for rumors but that was not because of me <laughs> <laughs> um but we did get one in the the opening night of uh had the the last old town show um movie game movie game sorry oh my god how did that slip my mind sorry yeah of course I was (laughs) yes the movie (laughs) game um so that was a lot of fun and that was intense that was I was not expecting it they were Uh a great audience anyway um but to see that was it that yeah (laughs) I was not expecting it.
1: Uh do you have a trick that you use to not break character if somebody is, uh, throwing you a
4: line. <laughs> um, I bite my tongue a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was tough uh, in the movie game. The, the, especially that first night, um, we had during the scene at, at the restaurant kind of towards the end there, my last scene there, I would, they, uh, we had Samantha Hendricks and Ezra Hunter both break um and abby started to next to me and all i could think of was don't break if right. i if i at least hold like somebody's holding this together like but um it, the audience was i mean they were hooting and hollering at that point so it you know it it was what it was everything was going to be perfect
1: yeah, in that absolutely. regard you know? yeah yeah it's yeah. always a that's the thing that you know sometimes when somebody breaks or there's it's just even more enjoyable absolutely. you know think back to the old carol burnett show harvey corman Oh yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Tim Conway. Oh, and one leg break. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it was pure gold. Yeah. That, and,
4: and you'd see that and it was, or, or even the, the Saturday night lives. I mean, they, true. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: broken down van. <laughs> down. <laughs> so what do you want to do? I want to live in a broken down band. <laughs> <by the> <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what is it like uh, when you're on stage and, uh, all of a sudden, a co-actor goes off script
4: oh um i i internally i panic Uh uh-huh um and it's only honestly happened a few times in my life um and it's for every time that it's happened with other people it's probably happened with me a a few times The you know where i was the culprit Mm -hmm. um (laughs) I I'm so glad that there was other people up there that were able to just kind of guide us back into what we were doing. Or um, I guess uh, John uh, Hardcastle uh, during dial for murder, for murder um, skipped uh, an entire (laughs) segment (laughs) and I kind of had to loop back. I Uh mean, repeat some stuff, but we, we chopped it off and up and, and he knew when he did it. Right. So, and he kind of let, off but it was like and we just kind of sat there for a second like okay now how do we fix this because mm-hmm. we have to mention this we have to mention it's hitchcock you know yeah, otherwise a <laughs> few things are gonna
3: get lost right <laughs> right
1: <laughs> all right what's a role you have not played that you just want to sink your teeth into
3: oh,
4: um that's funny that you ask i i so i actually i talked to uh brian about this there's um there's something i really can't I, i'm not even going to say the name of it okay. as of right now and but it's it is one that i am dying to sink my teeth into um it might be done off of the offshoot of the mighty course in art players the story storytellers, storytellers. okay um it's a project that i would probably if we do it um i would be involved with uh Macy Lupica, mm-hmm. um, Logan Levitt, and myself, yeah. um, and of course Brian. Um, but um, I can't. I, I.
1: We won't let any cats out okay. of the All right, right I'm probably going to get in trouble for that. Actually.
4: But... <laughs> you mean Brian listen
1: to this? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Yeah, hello, buddy. We love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> How's the theater family for you?
2: wonderful yeah wonderful you know everybody
1: loves to talk about how it becomes a family even if you're a first timer and absolutely yeah but uh, you know with all the different plays you've been in yeah. and uh, performing in different venues obviously it, it, you've got a pretty good extended family
4: absolutely yeah 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 it's um and the community i mean it's i've met so many people too in it that i've gotten to know and and love that i haven't even done shows with yet you know yeah. what i mean like just through the whole community and and but yeah, I mean, that's, that as it grows too, it's, it's just getting more and more fascinating.
1: All right. So, uh, up in Corson, that starts on f- Friday, the 13th, Friday it? the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, they promised her the moon. What the else is on your uh, agenda for the next season?
4: Um, so possibly the storytellers anonymous project. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently did, uh, the, I did a shooting with, um, the last stop stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was a Ever lot of involved in that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so is, uh, Max Holfer. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of people actually, but, um, so I just did that and, and I was kind of excited because Dominic mentioned that there might be some other stuff that he's working on that, uh, excellent. Yeah. He'd like to reach out to me for. So, yeah. so I'm looking forward to the, any, anything like that. Right. Um, I did film my last or my first movie, uh, quote unquote, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. this last, uh, fall. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to that coming out soon. And what is that film about then? So that one is about, um, these two brothers. Um, I play one of the brothers, and Nathan Holtz is the other brother.
1: Oh, yeah. And,
4: uh, we both, um, are just not good people. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know there's there's some i guess the whole picture of it i'm not exactly sure even the plot <laughs> <laughs> um other than it's it's uh kind of one of those where's the money i don't have the money mm-hmm. we're going to do this for a while okay fine yeah. like peaceful <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right so you got uh, some projects in the works possibly uh something solid and, and a few other things that may be coming about as well certainly, awesome. certainly. So, always good to keep busy isn't yeah, it yeah absolutely Yeah, beats boredom definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right final two questions i always like to ask how you answer the first one might depend on whether we end up having to ask the second one okay. so first is when you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene what do you like to be entertained
4: by oh um well um I mean I love pinball, obviously. There's yeah. that. Yeah. Um I um I do a lot. I mean, I, I guess I like museums, I guess, but it's still arts and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not very easily entertained yeah. if it's not arts and entertainment, I guess. <laughs> and any hobbies? Um do a little painting myself. Okay. Um gotten into a little sculpture and things like that. Wow. Um Nothing really great, <laughs> but well rounded. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Tyler F. Johnson,
1: it's been a great honor to have you on this. It's show. been my pleasure, David. All Thank right. you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll be right back and wrap things up here on the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Ziya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too quality nails call for an appointment 605-334-1463
2: never met a meal he didn't like here he is dave holly
1: thanks again to all of our guests brian bieber heather ellison and tyler f johnson as always the biggest thanks goes to you for listening and for downloading for sharing and following on social media and the cups of coffee if you haven't so far, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For all 196 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my
0: name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics Studio. Posh Boutique, The Sky & Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.